0: Alright. Oh a
1: second. Robert. What? We weren't recording the whole time.
0: Oh. Okay. We're recording now.
1: Yeah.
0: So red means record. Yeah. Okay, let's go back.
1: I thought I pushed the button.
0: Oh, I see. The numbers are moving. Yeah. Ah. I'm Rob. And I'm Michelle. And this is two, two librarians, librarians walking Walk to a, a shelf. shelf. Today is our 10th podcast.
1: I know. I think that's amazing.
0: Yes. We're in the double digits now. Today we are going to be looking at 13 horror movie recommendations. The all
1: perfect number.
0: The perfect number. Yes. Uh, for your holiday viewing. And we're going to do this by playing some classic radio spots and TV spots. But before we get to that... What's going on since our last time?
1: Uh, not much with me, but Rob, I have some questions for you. Uh-oh. I understand that you've been working on a pretty big project uh, since what, when we started to, like, the lockdown back in March, right? You've been working on, it's now the cover of Roomorg Magazine for the month of October. Is that right?
0: That is correct. Yes. Uh, in the lockdown, I started communicating with a lot of people and got an amazing interview with Italian screenwriter Dardano Sacchetti.
1: What work by him would we know?
0: If you're a horror fan, like a a real big horror fan, uh, you would know the movies that were made from his scripts by Lucio Fulci, Zombie, House by the Cemetery, The Beyond, uh, City of the Living Dead, Manhattan Baby, and he's worked with Mario Bava on Bay of Blood, Shock, Dario Argento with Demons. That's a great one that I always talk about. He was one of the first guys ever commissioned to write scripts for Marvel way back in the 80s. Wow. He wrote that for an Italian producer, and they didn't get made, but he he wrote the first screenplays for Ghost Rider and Werewolf by Night, I believe. And he also wrote the sequel Flash Gordon Two that never happened for various reasons. So, yeah. So, we got to talking, and he talked about six specific movies that he wrote, and Rue Morgue picked that up as their cover story for their 23rd anniversary Halloween issue, and that is out everywhere right now. That's so cool. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you for asking about that. That was very exciting, because I always I always loved his work, and it's been a great thrill to get to talk to
1: him. Yeah, it's been interesting to follow along with you in the process and how excited you've been and may I just say that I am extremely proud of you
0: thank you thank you very much yes I do enjoy doing that kind of work so where can you find Rue Morgue? anywhere fine magazines are sold I actually went down to books a million i believe it was and bought a copy just because of the thrill of well sure buying your a copy. name's
1: on the cover man
0: well my work is on the cover my name's buried in the magazine well that's okay my, my name is on the second page that's amazing <laughs> so thank you yeah um and that should be available through october
1: that's awesome
0: well thank you so let's get started we're gonna start with some tv spots radio spots just a quick history. This was a way that movies were advertised years ago. We still have TV spots, but now everybody kind of watches the full trailer on their phone.
1: And they're it's, like two minutes long now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So these were these are actually 30-second spots made for TV or radio, and they are made to make an impression in 30 seconds. They, mm-hmm. They're made to get you interested in going down and buying a ticket. And I think for the most part, everything we've picked does that quite well. So let's get started. All these movies are available in the Huntsville Madison County Public Library System,
1: so you can put them on hold and pick
0: them up from wherever, huh? Absolutely, awesome. absolutely. So let's see here. So this is number thirteen of our list: Cabin in the Woods. Systems online, acquiring targets. Let's
1: get this party started! What the hell was that? What do you think's down there?
0: Why don't we find out? Someone sent
1: those things here to get us. What do you want? What is this place? The Cabin in the Woods. Radar
0: theaters April 13th. I love that movie. That is a great movie. and I'm surprised that you like that, but you've mentioned that before.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan. We've talked about this. I'm not a huge fan of the horror genre. I'm kind of getting back into it. I used to be able to watch scary movies. Um, that kind of changed when I had a kid, and I guess my brain would go too far. Uh, you know, it wouldn't stop thinking about all the horrible things that could happen. So. Right, right. But Cabin in the Woods, I I didn't see it in theater. My husband brought it home and was like, you will like this movie. So we're going to sit down and we're going to watch this movie. And he was right. I did. I did enjoy it. It's just enough camp. And like the gore is so over the top that my brain doesn't register as realistic. Right, And it's funny.
0: It's very funny. It kind of trots out all the cliches of the horror movies and then kind of twists them around bends them backwards yeah right down to the characters and uh, it's a very funny movie really enjoyed it and you have a piece of information about it yeah
1: so it almost didn't get released that they made the movie and no one wanted to buy it but then chris hemsworth got the role of thor and lionsgate then picked up cabin in the woods
0: that's great that's smart yeah you might not know this but That goes on all the time. There was a movie called The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that sat on the shelf for years. And then two of the people that starred in it, uh, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey, all of a sudden had huge careers. And then that was picked up and was everywhere. All Um,
1: right. All right. All
0: right. Exactly. (laughs) That's how that happens. Happy Accidents. Nice. Starts a career. Number 12 in our lineup is a sequel, to one of the freakiest and scariest uh, series that has come out. And we're going to look at part two because that's the one that we all think about when we're driving down the highway or the interstate and a logging truck pulls up beside us. Yeah, And that one is final destination part part two. two. That's right. So let's play this radio spot.
1: after we were supposed to die caused a rift in death's design. On January 31st, we have to fight this thing. The next chapter... I control my life! ...will leave you... ...breathless. Your final destination. I hope you're ready for this. Read it hire. Starts Friday, January 31st.
0: That movie was... A freak out.
1: It was. Uh, I actually. I saw. These are some of the ones I saw in the theater before I was too chicken to see scary before movies you anymore. Yeah, uh, and I remember the the log scene. It still terrifies me. Like we mentioned, I cannot drive around a logging truck without seeing that in my head.
0: No, it's impossible. Yeah. At this point.
1: And this one, I think, is so scary because it's not like a tangible guy or a tangible monster that you're trying to get away from. Like death is everywhere.
0: Right. Right. It it had a brilliant setup, too, because these are people that would have died as a result of the first movie had the people in that movie died when they were supposed to in the initial plane accident. So these would have been later victims of death that – didn't die and I thought that was really a clever way of continuing the story yeah actually all the final destinations are good but there there's something about final destination too. and again you cannot be in a car on the highway no. near a logging truck without somebody saying oh final destination too." Mm-hmm. I, I gotta change lanes maybe. yeah I'm gonna slow down I'm just gonna pull off <laughs> we're gonna wait all right our number 11 pick disturbing behavior oh
1: yeah Brainwashed, lobotomized, programmed. Paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. Oh, i not, sick, I'm not Will you go out
0: with me? No. Why not? You signed me up for the program? Disturbing Behavior, rated R. Starts Friday, July 24th.
1: That's a good one. You
0: the remember soundtrack, that one?
1: Yeah, the soundtrack is so good. <laughs>
0: the soundtrack is great. I
1: was in high school when that one came out. Right. And we've discussed in the past about how people use the horror genre to kind of present terrible things that happen in a way that we can process. Mm-hmm. And that one to me it, while I was in high school was like pod people and I don't know. It It was good.
0: It's that thing that when we're teenagers, we accuse the adults of trying to brainwash us and make us become them. Yeah. And it literally is about that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It it wasn't couched in anything. It was uh, everybody's uh, fear.
0: Yeah. And so the next one on our list, number 10, is similar, but with actual pod people. And that one is The Faculty. Oh, yeah. In a small town. They're after me. Something terrifying has happened to the faculty. Aliens are taking over the school.
1: Now. Where are your friends? It's spreading everywhere. By morning, there won't be a human left. No! From the writer of Scream. There's no to Run! The faculty. This is weird. Directed by Robert Rodriguez, Rated R, December 25th, everywhere. That one had a great soundtrack, too.
0: Yeah. It seems like a lot of the movies at the end of the 90s had really awesome kicking soundtracks. Yes. Uh, That one was a good one. That one was sort of like a – well, it was science fiction horror. Yeah. And it had a really – it had one of those WB casts. Everybody knew everyone that was in it. Was it Elijah Wood,
1: I believe, was in it? You know, I don't remember any of the names of the people that are in it.
0: Josh Hartnett was in it. And then, uh, and then some actors that you would remember from other stuff, like Robert Patrick from T2 oh, and stuff. Yeah. So it had a really cool cast, great soundtrack, lots of action, and then, and then Aliens. It had those yeah. tentacled alien monsters yeah, that, that, was, that and, I love,
1: and it's been a lot of the movie. Like you didn't see the monster for a lot of the movie, or you only saw a teeny bit.
0: Right. It also was cool and unique in that it referenced. Older movies, uh, kind of like Scream did, only it referenced older 50s science fiction movies, like I Married a Monster from Outer Space and, and of course, The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So that one was kind of cool. So let's move on to our number nine. And I, I know this is a movie that you like. Uh, I did see this one in the theater and enjoyed it. I've seen it a couple times, actually, in the theater. The Craft.
1: Oh, yeah. At St. Bernard Academy outsiders are about to make all their wishes come true with a vengeance magic (laughs) we can make things happen you're a witch
0: the craft girls watch out for those
1: weirdos we are the weirdos mr rated r at theaters friday so, that's a great movie.
0: Is it safe to say that if you're a young teenage girl in high school, you want to be a witch?
1: Oh, for sure. That's that's <laughs> absolutely a thing. And so that movie that movie hits that you're a teenage girl and you want to be a witch. To, because a lot of times when you're a teenager, you feel out of control.
0: Absolutely. Of
1: everything. And so a safe way to kind of imagine controlling things i think is is to imagine what if i could be a witch
0: what if i can just make anything happen yeah and it's dangerous as we find out in that one but that that one is a is a very good movie i enjoyed that yeah. one all right the next one is a big movie that i know everybody's seen it was huge when it came out we just recently got copies of the first three of them put into the system right as we lost our copy of the fourth one. Uh, part <laughs> five is coming out. They're working on it now. We're going to look at Scream. you not scared, are you? Someone has taken their love of fear one step too far. Uh, We know you're not the killer. Solving this mystery...
1: Everybody's a suspect! ...is going to be murder. Who are you? The question is, where am I? We all go a little mad sometimes. Scream, the new thriller from West Craven, rated R. That was the first scary movie I ever watched. Was it? Well, I take it back. The first scary movie I ever watched was Dumbo. Which could be terrifying. Um, But we don't need to talk about that. This is the first, like, this is meant to be a scary movie. Wow, Uh, you started off kind of hardcore. I guess so. I didn't understand any of the references. I kind of had a sheltered childhood, so I didn't see anything that was remotely scary or slasher or violent. Um, But I saw this at a Halloween party at a friend's house.
0: Oh, that's a perfect movie. Yeah. Because there's a party in the movie. Right. Yeah, that's cool. No, I, of course. Being a longtime horror guy, I got the references. And it even tripped me up, like when the killer is torturing the young girl at the beginning with the trivia, mm-hmm. who's the killer in Friday the 13th, and everyone in the theater screaming Jason. And then the killer says, no, it's not Jason, it's his mother. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, if you yeah. haven't seen it. Well, you know, you know. The movie's been out for 40 years, if you haven't seen it by now. Right. It just was, it was like a breath of fresh air. Like, there hadn't been a slasher movie like that in forever. Wes Craven was attached. It had a lot of energy great soundtrack great
1: cast the writing was really good it
0: was a yes it was a smart movie yes and you could enjoy it even if you didn't get the references
1: yes absolutely
0: so that one that one was great and again there were two other ones that followed and then Craven went back and did part four there was an actual TV show on MTV Scream that went for two seasons and now they are getting ready to do Scream 5 so we will have a new Scream movie before you know it
1: what are your feelings about the ghost face mask
0: it's unique. Uh, it wasn't anything that I had ever seen before. So when I saw it in that movie, I thought, this is, it's iconic now. It's just like the Michael Myers mask. Yeah. It's like the hockey mask. It's like Freddie's burnt face or leather faces.
1: Yeah, it's extremely recognizable. I remember my sister, who's a bit younger, uh, her and all of her friends, Uh, Wearing the ghost face mask for Halloween, and it was just not scary anymore.
0: (laughs) When a bunch of little kids are doing it, it's yeah. And I always wonder, like, like do your parents know that you're dressing up as a mass murderer? That's like going as Ted Bundy, or
1: is it any different than the Grim Reaper?
0: No, no, I guess he's the ultimate killer, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right, our next movie is probably one of the most beloved cult movies on this list. I've never seen this one. I think you have. In fact, I know you have. Uh, We're going to listen to Army of Darkness.
1: Oh, okay. I have seen that one. Ash took a weekend trip. (laughs) Through time. To the pit with him! He was trapped. Look out! Trapped. (laughs) It's to hurt. And kidnapped. But they couldn't make him join. How do The Army of Darkness. From the director of Darkman comes Army of Darkness. Rated R. That's a great one.
0: That is a great one. What it doesn't tell you, though, is that it's actually a sequel. It's the third part in a trilogy <laughs> uh, that started with the Evil Dead Went to Evil Dead Mm 2, and then Army of Darkness, which at one time they were thinking about possibly calling it Medieval Dead. Nice. (laughs) But that didn't work out. They actually uh, tried to make it a little bit different and make it seem like a standalone movie. So anybody who was a fan of the first two, like like I was, knew it was part three. And then anybody coming new to it, who that was, yeah, I was coming. Was you? Yeah, you saw it as a as a single movie, right? And it works both ways. It
1: does. It's enjoyable either way.
0: Yes. And did you ever keep up with the Ash versus the Evil Dead the the stars TV show that continues the story from Army of Darkness? I knew it existed. Right because
1: uh, uh, my husband watched it, it was too much for me
0: it, it got to be there were some episodes that were too much for me even. okay so that's how I know I'm coming around like I'm getting to that point where I'm like my dad I' <laughs> slowly turning into my dad like who wants to watch this garbage? <laughs> oh well, wait a minute, I do I do that's right it's like an internal fight inside me now I'm like, why why do you sit here like you've been doing this for 50 years? go out play in the sun. <laughs> All right, our next one is another movie that uh, I know that you are a fan of, and we're going to Elm Street, sort of, for Wes Craven's A New Nightmare.
1: Yeah. How would you like to join us in the definitive nightmare? I thought you killed
0: Freddy off. They told you
1: he was dead. Since you've been thinking of making it, has
0: anything funny happened? For uh, ten years, he's been held captive as Freddy in the Nightmare Elm Street series, and now he's got the last
1: laugh. What is he doing? He's decided to cross over out of films into our reality. Wes Craven's new nightmare. Miss me? That announcer voice, though. Yeah, that's
0: That's classic. So New Nightmare was not like any of the other Freddy movies because it took place in the real world. Right. And a lot of the people that made the movie like Wes Craven and actors like John Saxon were in the movie playing themselves having to deal with the character they created Freddy Krueger. And I just thought that was amazing.
1: Yeah, it's the, it's actually the only uh, Freddy movie that I stayed awake through the first time I watched them. I fe- I fell asleep through all of them which seems ill advised.
0: It seems like the worst movie to fall asleep to.
1: <laughs> but that was the only one I stayed awake to. So,
0: okay. Well, that one was one that was very enjoyable. But f- for the most part, I don't. I think it's probably the best sequel, or it's the one that I can go back and watch easier than some of the other ones. And it was not really a big hit. I think it was a little bit much for for Fredheads. Okay. Uh, they kind of wanted just the they same just wanted old, the
1: slasher. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I just I thought that one was great, and I think that because of that movie, because of New Nightmare, then we got Scream because they're kind of similar like that. So yeah, that's my my little theory. Now we're getting on to number five, and we're gonna be moving into some classic movies that I saw when I was a much younger lad. I probably haven't seen these. You you might not have seen these. We're getting into radio spots. So these actually played on the radio. So okay. you would you'd be listening to Cindy Lauper <laughs> or, you know, Duran Duran, and then one of these would come on. So number five on our list, this was a perfect combination of George Romero and Stephen King, and then topped off with some Tom Savini Creep Show. Oh.
1: Now, for the first time, the masters of horror, Stephen King, author of Carrie, Cujo, and The Shining, and George A. Romero, creator of Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, have teamed up to make a movie that will give you the creeps. Creep Show the most fun you'll ever have being scared rated R under 17 not admitted without parent
0: I do love that tagline the most fun you'll ever have being scared that to me that's that's daring me to go see it that sounds like something you would be into yes very much so and it was a great movie it's a comic book and the Creepshow comic book flips pages as the stories play out it's really cool it's got some inventive uh, special effects some gross outs Uh, it was all inspired by the old horror comic books from the 50s from EC Comics so if you're a fan of those or if you're a fan of Romero or a fan of Stephen King I really think you would enjoy this one all right, moving on to number four. We're going to get into some some hack and slash with one of the classics. And this is a sequel. Sequel only because, unfortunately, we don't have the original one in the system. <laughs> so we're going to take a listen to the original TV spot for Friday the 13th, part two.
1: On a June night in 1980, Friday the 13th. 12 of her friends were murdered. Why should Friday the 13th, 1981, be any different? Friday the 13th, Part 2, Rated R. It's got that classic sound effect. It does. You just know.
0: I get chills. It takes me back to being a, a young lad standing in line, trying to act like i was 17 when it was obvious that i was 11 (laughs) well yes i think after the movie i'll go pick up my wife and baby and then we will go to have a delicious dinner somewhere and drink beer
1: and your voice cracks (laughs) two please
0: (laughs) friday the 13th part two please hey kid are you old enough
1: Yes.
0: Okay. It'll <laughs> be $2.50. Yeah, no, I love those uh, I love those uh, slasher movies and I and I love how you know Friday the 13th is on the same day every year on, on the same month. But they try to sell it like that, which I love. <laughs> it's like whatever Friday the 13th in 1981 is, we're going to celebrate the massacre from the year before. Number three, we're going to go sci-fi again. This is one of the classics. I've talked about this before on the show, at least the the gentleman who created this uh, franchise. And we're going to listen to the radio spot for Alien. Alien.
1: In space, no one can hear you scream. Alien, rated R from 20th Century Fox. I oh, don't know
0: that works, though.
1: It's so creepy. <laughs> it is. And
0: it's a dare. It's like, we dare you to come see this, but if you scream, no one's going to hear you, so they can't help you. Right. I love that. I love that.
1: I like how in the Alien movies, they use so much of like your imagination against you. Absolutely, and, and it's scary, but you don't even see what's scary, but you're terrified.
0: You just know that you're freaking out about yeah. something. All right. So we're going to move on to probably one of the, the coolest rubber reality nightmare movies. Uh, if you like Nightmare on Elm Street, if you like Freddy Krueger, I think you're really going to enjoy the tall man and his weird rubber reality world. Not not quite that rubbery. Okay. A phantasm.
1: There have been many terrifying films, but there has never been anything quite like this. It could be the most shocking experience of your life. <laughs> phantasm. The ultimate in terror.
0: If this one doesn't scare you, So have you ever seen Phantasm? I have not. All right. You're hearing a lot of weird stuff in that in that spot. Yes. So Phantasm is about an alien mortician who's come to Earth to collect bodies to send back to his dimension to use as slave labor on the desert planet that he lives on. To do this, he uses... Do you remember the Jawas from yeah. Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Okay, well this movie had Jawas in it. They're little little dwarf monsters in the same hoods uh, because it was made around the same time as Star Wars. Okay. So they weren't ripping anybody off at that point because they they just didn't know about Star Wars yet. So these two brothers are trying to get over the loss of a friend and the tall man goes after them. Mm. And he, <laughs> he uses these silver sp- spheres that fly around. And they've got these uh, black and decker drill bit things that come out and suck all your blood out oh, when they you. catch you. Yuck. Yeah. So so some of that zipping around that you hear in there are the little silver spheres flying around, chasing people around. Okay. It, it turns out like it might be all a nightmare. But then it turns out like it might not be a nightmare. Like oh. maybe it's a nightmare and a nightmare and a nightmare. And that that was the charm of those movies. You never know what's real. They don't ever really have an ending. There was five of them. They could still be making more of them. Obviously, the entire cast is getting a little bit old, and and we lost uh, the the gentleman who played the tall man a couple of years ago, Angus Scrim. But yeah, Phantasm is very different. It's very weird. It's um, it's it plays the horror loose. But uh, it's really a cool experience. So, I would definitely recommend that for anybody looking for something a little bit different. Phantasm.
1: It sounds scary.
0: Yeah. It's, it has its moments for sure. All right, that was number 2. So, we are now at number 1, the number 1 horror movie on our list, and this is the granddaddy of Halloween <laughs> scary movies. Do you know what it is?
1: I'm going to guess it's a Halloween movie.
0: That you would guess right. That's right. This is the the original, the one, the only Halloween.
1: When was the last time you were scared out of your wits by a movie? Halloween, the motion picture about the most terrifying night of the year. Halloween, the night three teenage girls discover the real trick is to stay alive. Halloween, the night he came home. From Compass International Pictures, rated R. Classic sound.
0: Yeah, I won't lie to you. When that radio spot would come on when I was a kid, so like when it came out in 1978, I was eight years old. That was enough to send me cowering. I it bet. didn't matter. That was the scariest. Like when I'm listening to the radio and they throw that in between a rock block of Queen and Sticks, mm-hmm. that was terrifying. My whole world had now crumbled over that 30 seconds. That was the most terrifying. And you built up in your head for years how bad that was. And this was before. Internet. This was really technically before VHS, mm-hmm. before everybody had a player. This was before everyone had cable, so you only really saw movies at the theater or at the drive-in. And it was one of those movies that I wanted to see, but I was happy that I was too young to see. Yeah, you would hear stories of kids having heart attacks over in the next town over.
1: <laughs> Cautionary tales. <laughs>
0: yes, it's like so. Some kid over in in Haddonfield had a heart attack at the seven fifteen show. Man. So, uh, yeah, and of course that then spawned a long running series. Uh, it was remade a couple years ago, and just how popular it was when they remade it in 2018, and of course, people will argue with you that it wasn't a remake, but yes, it was a it was a, it was a remake of the of the first one. It ended up doing a quarter of a billion dollars worldwide. Wow. So for a little slasher movie. To start. And even back then, the original Halloween was made for about $300,000 and then raked in $55 million. That was the biggest independent movie of all time up until uh, 1999 when Blair Witch stole the spotlight.
1: Both of them horror movies.
0: Yes. Yeah. Is that interesting? I, horror movies can do that? I think so. It's weird. You don't have too many comedies or action movies that are made for a little bit of, of change that end up being huge movies. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's not like the horror genre for some reason.
1: And that's interesting, especially since we I want to say we as a society try to discount the whole genre mm-hmm. as as not being worth anything or not worth watching or only for weirdos or. Well, they
0: uh, yeah. I I think that the, even the guys that make them, uh, even the people that make them, will then try to distance themselves from them later. Yeah. Like Wes Craven and John Carpenter, while they still made technically horror movies, they were now psychological thrillers mm-hmm. or dramatic suspense mystery whodunits, but with a lot of slashing and killing. It's like yeah, it's 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 a slasher movie.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the. I mean, this is this isn't my own personal thoughts. People have have decided that the slasher movie got popular when it did because of all the horrible things that people had been seeing on the the nightly news. Absolutely. You You know, the Vietnam War civil rights era violence and just all kinds of stuff that they would see on their nightly news going on in the world or down the street. And it wasn't it wasn't so much a shock anymore. Right. And I think that has stayed true.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Halloween is definitely a relic of its era. I mean, it is definitely like it is a piece of history that you can put it on and see. And then just to know that if you can imagine, you can't really imagine anymore. If you can imagine a packed theater and everyone's screaming when they're supposed to scream – That was a really wonderful ride to go to be able to buy a movie ticket, sit in your seat and get scared and scream and let it all out and then want to go back and do it again. You can't even do that anymore because if you scream at the movies, some kid on his phone tells you to be quiet. (laughs) I can't stand that. (laughs) But there's 13 movies that we have in the system. They can be put on hold, picked up anywhere and. That's just thirteen of many. Yes, I should there's, say. there's
1: lots in the system you can check out. These are thirteen uh, with memorable TV spots or radio spots, you know, to give you some inspiration for your Halloween viewing.
0: Absolutely, because we want to try to watch thirty-one movies in the month of October. That's a movie a day. We'll keep the boogeyman at bay.
1: I don't think I'm going to reach that goal.
0: Can you at least try to watch three? Yes. Can I pick?
1: I w- can I pick one of them? Y- yes. I'm I'm a little scared now. It's probably going
0: to be Halloween. Oh crap. All right. Well, there you go.
1: All right. Well, thank you for listening to our 10th episode of our podcast. Uh, We appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Leave us a comment, you know, where we share on Facebook or our, you know, Instagram libraries, social media accounts. Uh, Let us know what you think. If there's anything that you think we missed that we should have talked about today, let us know that too. You can find us at the Madison Public Library. If you ever want to come say hello. Uh, Michelle and Rob, we're there all the time.
0: Absolutely. And if you want me to make you a... Ten horror movie grab bag. Just uh, ask for me when you come up here at the Madison Branch only and I will be happy to put 10 movies together for you. All
1: right. Well, well, uh, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time.
0: Thanks. We'll see you. And remember, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, remember what we always say. Don't, don't trust robots. robots. expressed by the hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the huntsville madison county library system for more information on the huntsville madison county public library visit us online at hmcpl.org if you'd like to learn more about some of the topics discussed today visit your local library which is us no representation is made that your librarian is more knowledgeable than other
1: librarians or that they have any expertise on your particular project